And it's going to be a meditation on the four elements. So the four elements of earth, water, fire, and wind. And there's also an the element of space. And element of consciousness. And the you know, the Buddha's teaching is prescriptive, not descriptive. So the scriptures, you know, don't tell us what earth element is, but the scriptures support us in experiencing it directly earth element or water element, fire element and wind element. I have a direct experience of that. And through this direct experience, the sense of who we are is going to be changed. And it becomes gradually clearer and clearer that we are not separate from the planet and that we are totally dependent on that constant exchange and there's actually not an inner and an outer. The elements just are. So it, in, it interrupts that belief in inside and outside. And shifts our sense of identity from the personal to the universal. And we experience ourselves much more as being a part of nature, being a part of the planet, not just being on it like on a stage. So we are starting by um, becoming aware of the body sitting and breathing. And when I give the guidance now, you know, we don't need to feel anything in particular. Just allow your mind to do its job. And you know, we can, we can understand the body as a, as a riding animal for consciousness. A riding animal which we have been borrowing from the elements. And we use it well, we take care of it, and when it's time to give it back, we give back. When the body dies, it's gonna go back to the elements. So we are starting now with earth element. Just, you know, pressing your teeth together, you can experience earth element directly, the hardness, structure, solidity, that's what earth element is. And especially in the skeleton, we can uh, into it, we can feel earth element. And we can start with the head, starting with the skull bones, earth element, hardness. So just listening to the guidance and allowing the mind to go there, earth element.
then we go to the jaw earth element neck with the vertebrae earth element one shoulder earth element one arm earth element hand earth element and then the other shoulder earth element other arm earth element hand earth element and then we come to the torso with the spine and the rib cage earth element the pelvis and the hips earth element one leg earth element and the foot earth element the other leg earth element other foot earth element the whole body is permeated by earth element earth element internally and earth element externally in the mountains and the stones is exactly the same earth element earth element is empty empty of a self we can't really control earth element and if we don't eat for one month or so we don't take in earth element and let it go in the bathroom the body will shut down the body is totally dependent on the planet for constant exchange of earth element the body is empty empty of a self it doesn't exist from its own side it's a process and then we become aware of the sense of gravity how we are drawn towards the ground underneath us the chair the cushion the planet itself the body belongs to this planet and there is also a sense of cohesion because if it would be only earth element it be quicksand 
and the cohesion is the quality of the water element. Like when you put uh, water into a into flour, you can make dough out of it. So the water element brings a sense of cohesion, wetness, fluidity. And we can become aware of the water element, in particular in our mouth, in our eyes. And the whole uh, flesh of the body is permeated by water element. In form of the bloodstream and lymph and all other liquids which permeate the body. So we come now to our feet, back to the feet and experiencing the flesh which is between the bones and the skin permeated from all kinds of liquids, water element. Starting with uh, both feet, water element. The legs, water element. Hip area and pelvis, water element. Torso with all of the organs, water element. Hands, water element. Arms, water element. Shoulders, water element. Neck, water element. And the head, water element. This whole body is permeated by water element. Water element internally, and water element externally are exactly the same water element. The water and the rain, in the ocean and the lakes, the rivers. Water element internally and water element externally is exactly the same water element. Water element is empty empty of a self, we can't really control water element. And in order for the body to function, uh, the water element needs to have a certain temperature. If it's too cold, it freezes. If it's too hot, it evaporates. And that's the fire element, temperature, heat and cold, which we can feel usually on our skin, where the skin meets the air around us. We can feel temperature or under our armpits or in the mouth as well. We can experience fire element. 
which comes originally comes from the sun. So we go to the head and experiencing fire element. And then scanning down to the neck, fire element. Shoulders, fire element. Arms, fire element. Hands, fire element. Torso, fire element. Pelvis, fire element. Legs, fire element. And feet, fire element. The whole body is permeated by fire element. Fire element internally and fire element externally as the sun. It's exactly the same fire element. Fire element is empty, empty of a self. We can't really control fire element. And fire element itself is nothing but the temperature, heat and cold is nothing else but motion, which brings us to wind element, which is movement, mobility, vibration, expansion and pressure. And if we don't breathe in for three minutes, the body will collapse. If we don't drink three, four, five days, the body cannot continue. And the body can exist only in a certain range of temperature. So that constant exchange, the dependence of the body on the planet is very, very palpable. We never really cut the umbilical cord between the planet and ourselves. There's a constant exchange. So this meditation interrupts the belief in inside and outside. Interrupts that belief in separation. So now bring the awareness to the breathing process. The breathing, you know, which is dependent on the oxygen which is produced by the trees and the plankton.
we can only live on this planet because of the trees and the plankton. They have produced the oxygen here and continue to produce it. So now over time, when we repeat this kind of meditation on a regular basis, it will change some of the patterns of the mind. And that's the reason why we are doing it. The mind will respond. It will adjust to what it is experiencing consciously in the meditation. and shifts the identity from being a separate entity to understanding deeper and deeper know this, what I call me and mine, actually is a process. A process which is in constant exchange with other processes. Mutually conditioning, mutually dependent, It's something which is very difficult to describe with concepts, but it can be experienced individually in the meditation. And what we also can uh, notice in the breathing is the impermanence, the constant change in and out. It's not something we need to do, but it's something which is a natural process which is taking place. making space for that impermanence to be seen for what it is. A natural process, one of the three characteristics of life permanence and unsatisfactoriness, the sense of insecurity is connected with each other. 
that which is constantly changing can't be grasped. It can't work. That needs to be really deeply seen for letting go to happen. Turning back to impermanence again and again. Developing that confidence in that that's the way things truly are. And sometimes, you know, we can skillfully interfere and do something. We, we can ask, for example, please could you turn off the loud machine? And then maybe if it's possible, people will do it. And if it's not possible, then we need to make space for it. So that clear seeing of impermanence washes away the craving, washes away the grasping, that which produces the dukkha. If we want something which is impermanent to be stable and separate, we will experience dukkha because it's not the way things are.
So this openness, you know, allowing the processes to do their thing, that's the medicine against dukkha, allowing the way to be as it is. Not having an agenda, but recognizing the way things truly are and making space for that. There's a deeper and deeper recognition of uh, non-separation, of being part of something which can't be really named. But it can be experienced directly through mindfulness and awareness. the vastness and mystery, really, of this process. And at the moment, you know, with all of what's going on with COVID and the climate crisis, we are called to turn and really look deep into the depths of our own being. So that we not get lost in this chaos. And no longer you know, looking outside for fixes for this dukkha, but looking inside. by really befriending that sense of uncertainty, not knowing, and allowing the next steps to emerge out of that depth of connection with life through recognizing the four elements you know, which form our bodies, but also everything else, trusting that deeper intelligence, that we can tap into that and learn to more and more live from that place. Rather than uh, you know, getting lost in those old myths of uh, controlling the nature. but rather 
taking our place as part of nature. Giving up that old position of uh, dominance because it's not real. It's an old worldview, it's a patriarchal old worldview, it's a step, an evolutionary step which we need to leave behind now if we want to continue to be here. And all its uh, other forms of organizing ourselves like capitalism, consumer culture, all of those outmoded ways of being and doing that simply don't work. They have worked, it looks like, for some time, but now they do not. And the chaos seems to ramp up as we are being thrown into this process of transformation. Because that's how things change. They die and then they come back in a new form, which then dies again and again. And that's the way Anicca Dukkha, anatta, those three characteristics of life, how they operate on this planet, in our mind, in our languages, we can express it in this way to get a handle on it so we can surrender to something much bigger than ourselves. So befriending that uncertainty and groundlessness of reality. And getting, getting used to that. That's what the practice is all about. Getting used to stepping out of those old patterns of interpreting experience into direct experience beyond language. developing that capacity to tolerate the discomfort of uncertainty. And then through direct experience starting to trust that more and more.
that openness which doesn't need to have fixed answers. It's working much more with the underlying emotional need, the fear of uncertainty. Just letting that fear slowly, slowly go, let it unravel, and then the answer will be there. As soon as we can let go of the need for a conclusive answer, we've got the answer. Emptiness and mutual mutually depending processes constant change empty of a self So in a minute or so I'm going to ring the bell so you can come back to the body, back to the breathing and we're going to go slowly into the lunch break. Crystal will come up and explain a little bit how we're going to do this. And using the time now for the lunch break also as a practice. You know, as we eat the food, earth element, and drink some beverages, water element, some hot drinks with fire element. Just you know, becoming conscious of that constant exchange. There is no inside and outside. It's just concepts. They have a function, but they are not ultimately true. This eating process is an exchange of elements so that this body can continue to live. 
and the entire universe supports our existence through eating, drinking, breathing, and temperature. We never separate from everything else. In particular, we never separate from this planet. We never cut the umbilical cord. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.